Haynes has been good enough to join us from the Giants. He's we can fan. ask him about that. He's one of my favourite players of the GWS Giants. He's, he's played a lot of games of recent years, and he joins us. Good morning, Nick. Thanks for having me, boys. Good, good morning. On, good on you, buddy. Great to have you on the program. Now, uh, you have played... I was going through your numbers last night. You've played a lot of games uh, in the last couple of years. I haven't missed many. What's the key to being out there week in, week out, particularly after a season like last year where it was sort of, you know, four- and five-day breaks and a bit of bang crash, even though it was, as Jimmy was just talking about, 18-minute quarters? Yeah, I guess um, it's my 10th year now. Early in my career, my body was a bit was a bit frail and a bit raw. And um, I'd osteoarthritis pubis. I had a few stress fractures and that. So uh, I guess for myself, everyone's different. But for myself, it was um, actually, I think, a bit of Pilates work that um, helps me keep in the park. And I've been doing that for the last four years flat out. And um, I think that's really helped me um, play continuous games. So when we hear, when the normal person in the public hears Pilates, they're thinking um, leotards and singlets <laughs> and, and that sort of thing and, and a pretty ordinary sort of setup. What, what does that look like from your perspective? Uh, yeah, it's like a, on a reformer. So they have them at the club and also it's a growing industry and especially Sydney and Melbourne. So uh, it's just strengthening up those uh, muscles that don't really get strengthened up in the gym or... Um, yeah, just a bit of extra security on those muscles that you probably don't use when you're running or in the gym. So um, it's, it doesn't sound hard, but it's actually really hard. <laughs> and um, joining with all the Balmain mums down in Balmain, they're especially fit. And um, yeah, it's real good for your body. It's pretty humbling experience, Pilates. I, I do a bit of it. And you do all your compound like squats and bench press and you get on this machine reformer. As Nick's saying, you know, there's women just zipping up and down it, and you're like shaking and sweating and going, <laughs> oh, no, when's this going to end? But, Nick, I, I want to ask you about um, the rapid improvement of, of two players there at the Giants in Connor Iden and Jack Buckley. These guys sort of were trying to find their spot, but seem to have found a couple of really good defenders who can also play other spots on the ground. Yeah, I think straight after um, this point in season last year and them two being the hub and not playing much footy, um, I didn't think they had much rest from end of season. And, um, both of those boys got st- straight into work, and when they rocked up back at pre-season, you could tell they put in extra work, and that's really paid off for them. So um, really proud the way them two have attacked the pre-season, and um, it shows that the extra work they've done is, is paying off, and they're both going to play a lot of senior footy this year. A lot of focus was on the Giants and the way they moved their ball last you know, couple of years. Uh, what's different this year? Well, obviously, we, we, um, we identified they would be stagnant last year and kind of fell into the trap of um, teams pressing up against us and not being able to get it out. So uh, more about finding that balance between um, fast and slow and getting that right more than more than not. So obviously, everyone's talking about the man-on-the-mark rule, and that's going to happen naturally as well. So we're, we're going to take full, looking to take full advantage of that as well, and um, hopefully it comes off more than not. Nick, do you subscribe to the theory that it might take a while for the Giants to come back considering what happened last year and then losing those senior players? Or do you think you can bounce back quite quickly? No, we're, we think we can bounce back uh, quite quickly. We're, we're looking at St Kilda round one and we're looking to get a win. So um, we have lost a couple of players, but as you said before, there's a few players that have really stepped up and had huge pre-seasons and um, gained a lot of maturity within the group. So um, we're looking to hit the road running round one and um, can't see no reason why we can um, start winning those games early on in the year. And one player who was a, a big loss last year, Nick, and he's almost like a, a new recruit, is Sam Taylor. He looks to be fully healthy again. Yeah, it was um, a 
interesting one last year. He was pretty cooked, to be honest. So um, he's been a long road back to recovery. And um, I remember that uh, 2019 final series. He was as a young key defender. Um, he really rose to the rose to the occasion, and uh, he's got the nickname Octopus because he's just so hard to <laughs> hard to play against, and he's um, tight on his opponents. So um, he's a great addition to have, and obviously, um, I think Phil played in the twos on the weekend and had a good hit out. So. He's on the way back as well, so a two big key defenders are um, looking strong coming around one. It's hard to get an indication on how any team's going going into the regular season because there was only the one practice match. And in the case of uh, the non-Victorian teams, you, you played the same team twice uh, through this time. So can you get a bit of a feel as to as to where you are going into not only the St Kilda game but for the first portion of the season? Oh, I guess it is a bit hard, especially... With the competition being so even, and I think it's going to be the most even um, comp this year that's ever been. So, um, but from playing Sydney two weeks, I think uh, they're, they're really competitive and they'll set up real well and structurally um, really sound. So, uh, it was a good hit out to have against them because I think um, the way they were playing footy on the weekend and the weekend before, um, they're playing really competitive. So, it was good to get that hit out and a real competitive hit out in a practice match that will really set up set us up for the start of the year. Um, we we'll talk about young talent a lot at the Giants, and uh, they tell me that there was a, a young man on show in the game against Sydney that's going to get a fair bit of attention, uh, Tanner Bruin. Is Bruin? How do you say his last name? I never know. Bruin. Bruin? Uh, I think you're right, yeah. He, he looked pretty good for kicking four snags. What's what's he got in the um, in the trick bag? Yeah, obviously, I've heard a bit about him before he came, and he was a very, I think he was the highest talented um Football in the country in under 16s and all the talk was about him. And He had a few injuries when he was 17, 18, and then obviously COVID threatened, played a lot of footy. And um, I think we found one in the rough there at pick 12. Um, he's come in and he's a real mature young man for his, for his age. And um, he's very calm under pressure and, and he works hard. So he's one of the more impressive 18 year olds I've seen come through. And um, his mature body and his mature mindset will see him playing a lot of footy this year, I think. Uh, Twelve is not exactly in the rough, uh, Nick. Just by the way, no, no, but I think I think, but no, no, I do think <laughs> no, Nick makes a good point that I, a lot of people were surprised that he got through to twelve, and he might be just that he was almost too obvious, and he kind of, uh, one of let slide ones. a bit. Yeah, but Nick's right; he hadn't played any, or he played some, but barely any football the last two years. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, do some business in the AFL season proper. Jim was talking before Nick. I'm not sure if you heard him say it or not about uh, the quarter lengths being um, right at 18 minutes rather than the than the 20 in time, uh, which you obviously played last year through the COVID environment. Have you got an, an opinion on what the game should look like in terms of its lengths? Um, well, for me, I like the longer game, uh, traditional um, football. I don't like changing too much about traditional football and that, but. Uh, I'll tell you what, that first quarter on the weekend was the longest quarter of my life. I was <laughs> 20 minute mark. <laughs> it just kept going and going and going. And um, yeah, it's funny how different it was compared to last year. You got used to the short quarters last year. And um, but yeah, that was the longest game of footy I felt like I played. So uh, it might take a little while to adjust the back to full length, but um, I'm a traditionalist and I like the full, full length. I know you got to go because you've got a meeting about to you about to head into. But I'm just interested in what your forward line will look like without Jeremy, and who do you think will be a sort of a focal point, or do you think it will just be a real 
spread of goal kickers to get you the, the winning score you need? Yeah, I think footy these days, uh, you need a spread anyway. So there's not one one focal guy that you go to because you've got to be unpredictable and uh, be able to adapt to certain situations. So um, we're going to look at that and try to get as many multiple goal kickers as we can. And um, It's up to a young forward in either Riccardi or Finlayson to take that spot, probably with Himmelberg. So um, we've got some options down there. And also Zach Sproul, who a lot of people wouldn't know, but uh, he's been trained the house down too. So... Um, into his probably fifth year now and starting to really mature and don't be surprised to see him play senior footy some point during the year. All right, some names to look out for for the Giants in 2021. Looking forward to seeing you out there as well, Nick. Uh, we do enjoy the way you go about your business. Good luck to you and the Giants. Take on Secura Sunday, March 21 at Giants Stadium 320. Check your local guides to kick off what we hope is a big year for the boys in the orange and the charcoal. Go get them. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me, boys.